0: Welcome to the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. It's Thursday night. It's 9 o'clock. I've got no power. It's just a typical weekend or heading into the weekend here in South Africa. I can tell you that now. I've changed venue as well. Not venue house-wise. I'm just in a different room. I've set myself up for the Tour de France, that I've actually got a TV with me at all times. So I've actually moved. My wife's not too happy. I've moved my entire office <laughs> into the lounge, and I've got it off at the moment, but I can watch Tour de France and certainly open golf while I, while, I, while I do a bit of work this weekend anyway, guys, we've got big rugby to talk about. We've got three – well, we've actually got four uh, north-east-south series that are perfectly poised at one each. You could have got 238-1 to that the four northern hemisphere sides would have won last week. I don't know anyone who took that, and I certainly would not have been on that at all. But let's introduce the panel. And starting off to the top right, I thought it was a first-time guest when he came in because I can't say I've ever seen him looking this neat and tidy. He's over in the UK for a wedding, and no doubt he wants, the bri- wants to catch some of the bridesmaids' eyes there. Chris, good to, good to see you, mate. You're looking sharp as could be. Are you on mute there, Chris?
1: Peace. Peace. Yeah, I am. Sorry, mate. Yeah, how's it, Bridge? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, Bridge. Yeah, good to see you, boys. Of course, it's been an awesome couple of weeks of reggae, hasn't it? I mean, I know I I've, I've, I've put out some bait there on the three well, no wash, wet, whitewashers across the board there, which has been flung right out the window. But it's been a it's been an amazing amazing series, right? You would have never thought there would be a four of these games going to the wire. I mean, we could have possibly thought, you know, what we'll be discussing today was dead rubbers, change teams and who knows what that can bring up as well, right? So yeah, looking forward to the weekend for sure. It's been a good couple of weeks for me as well. So yeah, all good.
0: Welcome to all the boys in the live chat. I see uh is a Peter Paul up there that said he's got load shedding as well with an unhappy face. And uh Mark Dunphy, shouting for Ireland and says conductor needs manscape i think mark the problem is conductor does use manscape but not in his face and we'll we'll leave it at that for now and let's welcome the conductor conductor you know you've got your beard and all but i'd have to say you're looking pretty clean cut yourself for a change not for a change but um, <laughs> in comparison to the norm which Thanks, <laughs> as, as,
2: as opposed to my normal my normal homeless look uh no thanks but
0: Looks so like you've so showered this week but yeah
2: <laughs> No, thanks, Ben. It's always nice to join you, boys, on a, on a Thursday night. And, uh, yeah, great, uh, absolutely cracking uh, weekend of rugby ahead. Uh, as Chris pointed out, all all four games going down to the Y, which is nice. You don't have one uh, series, which is a dead rubber, uh, guys rotating, etc. So, everything on the line for these last uh, four tests. And, geez, it's tough to call all four of them. I think, uh, you know, all four Northern Hemisphere uh, teams have a great chance this weekend. So, you know, obviously, uh, losing the first one, all four came back in that second one. Like you said, if you, if you had loaded all four the, four Northern Hemisphere teams, you would have been uh, parking your, your yacht next to Jeff Bezos this week uh, in, in uh, Monaco if you had loaded all four. But, uh, yeah, that was an incredible result. Um, I was very happy with Wales. I managed to grab some Wales on the board. Uh, too, many, too many box changes. But, yeah, it's going to be a, a cracking rugby, rugby weekend.
0: So we're going to get straight into the action i think it was shark brain asking there where's henrik he was spot on about the irish uh henrik um he's also he's also down in load shedding world i think at the moment so i don't know if you'll be watching the, the show but yes henrik was spot on he did send me his comments he likes the irish again i can tell you that right now we're going to get into that game first and foremost and we got a slightly handy lower handicap this time i've got to say Ireland also delivering the the best bet last week for the weekly betting mail and thanks very much to henrik for that if you haven't subscribed yet go down below there's a link to join the battle against the bookmakers but let's start with a conductor on this one conductor minus eight and a half i think the handicap i have i've been quite busy this week but it looks as though there's perhaps been more money for the irish i think the bookies came out about ten and a half on this one are you you mute you're on, uh, mute uh, conductor
2: oh sorry renty um yeah so i must just say as uh, as you and shark brain have just said uh henrik was so confident i mean i don't even think he was confident last week he was absolutely assured uh, of his bets. And, uh, I mean, hats off to him. He, he just he called it absolutely correctly. Um, I thought the score last week actually flattered the All Blacks quite a bit. I thought uh, the Irish had a, a chance to actually put them away. Jeez, uh, the All Blacks looked flat, eh? Looked very, very toothless in attack. Um, yeah, of course, the red card did quite a bit. Um, obviously, that the, the bungle with uh, Artis Sevilla not being able to come back onto the pitch and retaining Sam Kane was a bit of a, a bit of a disaster for the Ian Foss uh, coaching camp amongst many but yeah on to Wellington Sky Stadium weather looks good uh jeez brains i don't know if you've ever played golf in South Africa when they when they fire that uh, lightning warning you know it, it sounds like you know it sounds like a, a you know airplane siren you know like you like you lucky yes. been bombed by the germans so um, i can imagine that's exactly what it sounds like in the new zealand camp at the moment because Ian Foster's pulling out some interesting selections, uh, dropping Leicester Fanga and Nuku, pushing Severis to the left wing. Will Jordan, I mean, he's such a threat back to right wing. That's not a bad move. Um, Scooter Barrett uh, pushing back to six with Sam Whitelock coming back in. But in that pack, jeez, man, I, I feel sorry for the guy because I've just been reading news reports all week, all in Sunday having a go at Sam Kane. And he looks like a hell of a nice guy, but I think just not at this level. I just yeah, you know, he's not dominant in the tackles. It's not really not he's just not making that six jersey zone. I wouldn't even say he's the best six in in Bay of plenty. Nevertheless, New Zealand. So yeah, uh, tough one. Roger, two of us are shake on the on the bench to make his debut. I, I don't know. That's that seems a bit soon to me. And obviously, Dirty Dan Coles back at two. All Blacks dropping the one guy who I thought's been the most physical of all their players, is Samasani Tokuyahu. Um geez, I thought he has been the best ball carrier and they dropped him. So, yeah, you are know, some very strange selections by Foster. Uh, Ireland, uh, yeah, uh, and obviously, sorry, David Avili back in its centre. He's a better playmaker than Quintopaya, but, geez, he is slow as Molasses. So, uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on this uh, all-black side. Um, Ireland, luckily, not many changes. Just, the only thing is, pre- Ringrose out and then um, Big Bundy oh, back in. I prefer Ringrose, uh, you know, at centre. I, f- I find he's a better playmaker than Bundy. Bundy, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get big physicality and ball carrying ability, but I just feel Ringrose has got a slightly better brain. But nonetheless, yeah, it's tough to see New Zealand covering this cap. It's tough to make a case for them covering this minus. So, I'm all I'm going to join Henrik on his thoughts. I'm all over Ireland plus eight and a half. Um, you know. It's a historic, it's a you know, it's quite incredible that it's a historic first Irish win in New Zealand on New Zealand soil. And we're talking about possible Ireland winning the series the very next game. Uh, you know, watching the breakdown, (laughs) the guys were struggling to get the words out because they're trying to make a case and saying, Oh, yes, but the gap there was never a gap between Northern Hemisphere and Southern Hemisphere, and it's such a big, big biggest lot of crap. They're the first guys that have been actually slating the Northern Hemisphere for lack of physicality, all this nonsense. Now they're trying to make a case for the fact that the Northern Hemisphere have actually now on being on pole, have reached parity, etc. So they are preparing themselves for an, another All Black loss. Um, as Henrik always points out, you know, the, the All Black's just badly coached. When Will Jordan looks bad in your side, you know you've got problems. So for me, uh, plus eight and a half will be my bet. I also really, really like... Um, points over. It's 46.5 in Wellington. Wayne Barnes in the whistle, of find he's a very positive referee. He does like to award penalties. My gut feel is with guys like um, Will Jordan on the right wing, Dane Coles at two, Roger Tuvasashek, Akira Ioane on the bench, I, I, I've just got a feeling that the All Blacks may try and run themselves out of trouble, because I don't think they're going to bully this Irish team. The Irish have actually bullied them badly. Um, they were actually physically dominated by the Irish, so I think we may see a slightly more running game by uh, New Zealand because they
0: can't not going to match the physicality of the Irish. Oh, well, we're going to go to Chris now. Chris, two things I want to tell you before you come in. Johan are and you're saying All Blacks one to twelve in a tight match, and I think Johan, the one to twelve margin is going to have a lot of uh, a lot of supporters. The other one, which I know Chris is quite a big fan of as well, and Chris, I'll, I'll give you the price going into what you're going to say. Either team by seven or less at Sunbet. Yeah is 17 to 10. That's a little bit bigger than I, I was expecting for this game. What that's, do you make of that one?
1: Yeah, that's very juicy. I like that a lot. I'm also for the 1 to 10 for sure on the New Zealand side. But yeah, if i not going to win, it's not going to be more than seven. So if you want to cover the, the the two results, that's, that's a really, that's pretty good odds. I was expecting closer. Yeah, definitely short odds on that one.
0: Right, what do you think of the actual handicap then? We've got eight and a half. It's coming mm-hmm. from 10. Mark Dunphy confirming he got 10 early in the week. Here yeah. we've got eight and a yeah. half. I don't see it moving much more. Maybe another point to seven and a half. I mean, at the end of the day, New Zealand still are at home. I've got to tell yeah. you that I'm firmly on board with the conductor and with, and with Henrik in, the, in, in this particular game. And I can tell you, not sure if this is a good thing, conductor, but Oracle, I think he also likes the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris, what are your views here?
1: Yeah, well, as again, it's one of the hardest things on earth is to back up a conductor review there, a preview. So I'll give it a go, yeah. But, yeah, obviously I'm echoing a lot of, of conductor sentiment, sentiment there. I mean, I, I actually do think the caps are very well set this week in in, in essence, but also I'm very, quite surprised that the bookies have <laughs> kept their balls, balls in still and kept these handicaps where they've been because uh, they probably should be shorter. I think we all agree with that. And we're actually getting quite lucky on some of the passes we get in, yeah. Um, in saying that, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm a, I'm a total in, the, in, this, in this anti-Foster camp. I think he's the wrong guy for the job. He's taking New Zealand backwards. However, this is, this is more than a test now. I mean, especially for New Zealand, in New Zealand, this, this is a lot more. And it's also you got to think of the players, right? It's their pride at stake. Yeah. I just don't see anything but a monstrous New Zealand match. And that's, and that's what I think we will all, all expect. But I think man for man, Ireland probably are the better side. They probably edge it. But I think what they're going to run into on, on Saturday is going to be one hell of a new black storm. And yeah, like and, as, as Conductor said, the only way that New Zealand are going to beat Ireland is by coming at them true New Zealand style. They, they can't hold Ireland. If they're going to sit and try and match Ireland, they're going to get steamrolled again. So they have to come. They have to just put their stamp on this game if they want to win it. And I think you know, if you look at the games... I think Ireland didn't rock up for, for 20 minutes, and they lost the, the game by almost 20 points. They came and matched New Zealand. I I'm going to say that the cards played a part. I think they were deaf New Zealand just never recovered after 20 minutes. They they were rabbit in the headlights. They could they could even know it was Arthur or Martha. Yeah. They they had no clue, and I think that played a big part. And I you 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 got to hope, or we hope, that if they they will come out to be more disciplined. And bonds, I think bonds might be a little bit more lenient. I don't know. Um, you wouldn't think there's going to be that much disruption in cards, so I see a lot of parity now in this game, much more than it's probably going to have been in the last two tests, because I don't see Ireland dropping off again, so they're going to come, I think they're going to come hard to sculpt at each other, New Zealand are going to come hard, Ireland are going to be Ireland and dig themselves in, so this this one, this plus eight and a half is great, nine is the right bet, absolutely, but I know guys are calling Ireland victories, but I, I do believe New Zealand will, will win, because cause I think just purely that, they really, they have to I mean, I know I am I know better, but the, I think, yeah, I think, and I, I I'm, 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 am of the sentiments when teams reach their peaks, it'll, I don't believe they won't be able to get themselves up, but you know, to come up and do it again is is going to be very difficult, and that's going to be for for Wales as, and and England as well with the team that they put out. So plus nine, great bet, uh, uh, New Zealand to win at one to twelve, and if you want to cover cover the Island two point win, take that one either seven if you prefer it to the one to twelve, because I don't actually see New Zealand winning by more than seven anyway
0: plenty of comments in the the live chat there just uh shark brain mentioning everyone's on the island bus it's 100 correct uh, has got them, and he's waving them onto the bus there we'll just bounce through a few of these comments in the live chat here but generally speaking uh the guys on the irish and i tend to agree with your sentiments look i, I almost feel like i'm not the type of guy to back the plus and the one to 12 for argument's sake but i i, I guess i agree with you you could make arguments for both but I'm going to go for the plus. Here. I think Ireland are going to, at the very least, run the All Blacks very close. And I am one of those guys who believe that the Irish can win the series. This is like the first first ever opportunity for them. And yeah, I think it's going to be, oh, it's going to be an think, absolutely incredible test.
1: And I when you make, I've also made a comment earlier on social media and I see Alex confirm this is the, I think this is going to probably be the last three three game series you might ever see in international rugby. Yeah. Looks like, so this is, this is, this is everything. <laughs> these northern hemisphere teams so we can't expect anything less
0: right well i'm going to give you first crack at the next game chris because i saw conductor putting down what looks like a quart of beer they were left to so <laughs> <I'll be closer laughs> look at that one a little bit later but chris we've got australia and i must tell you straight up i haven't watched one of these tests yet this happens that i've had things on saturday mornings either work or kids sport whatever the story is but i got both of them wrong the first test i was on the english the second test i was on the aussies yeah minus two and a half now uh, what are your views? Where's your money going on this? I'm giving you a first crack, so you can get in ahead of the <laughs> on this one.
1: Yeah, well, again, This has this has been the cap of the whole series, and it's exactly where it should be. I've I've always thought that there's no there's a one point score between these two teams, um. Even though, yes, okay, you go. you want to go on record. England obviously had the much better better record against Australia in recent times, but for me, Australia are such a home team as well. They they're, they're a different side at home. They they and they. For me, they're just far more street smart at the moment. They, for me, they're more a team on the up where England's still kind of fun in feet. I, I call it big Six Nations from England. I, just, I don't think Eddie Jones is overly concerned about this test because he's not losing his job off this test anyway. He's not under that pressure. And if you look at the English team, I mean, yeah, they've lost some stalwarts there, um, Underhill and Atosia. They, they were massive, and they were, they were massive yes, last week. So just their loss out that engine room, uh, I like Wilson coming back into the arse team. I got a lot of time for that guy. He's a proper Wars. I like that. So I like that balance of that new trio. Um, you got, and then then for me, what ultimately does it for me on on the Australia side? So I don't think I even said I'm going Australia, but the bench that Australian bench for me is completely lopsided to England's. So I think if it's a close game, which it should be, hopefully. Uh, if well if it isn't in, in at sixty minutes I just if you look at that bench Fyinga, baldi It was amazing last week. <laughs> Liata and Samu to come and bash bash them around. Iketau is the normally is the start in center. McDermott probably should be the, the scrum off. So I just think that's where, where Australia edges. So Australia for me, I've s I, I always thought Australia would win this series. I'm gonna stick by this. The cap is pretty good. Um, if I was going to take the cap would be mine I would take the minus but again this is a butte one to 12 because I don't definitely don't see Australia so getting much separation it's a one to seven Australia victory yeah
0: well, well plenty of comments coming in the live chat I'd say the majority of guys leaning towards Australia just a quick mention Peerball coming up he's firmly in the New Zealand camp on the minus so that's an interesting one there right conductor Chris is now put in a massive preview there how do you respond to that <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> No, uh
2: no, that was that was yeah, that was spot on a eh? uh no 100 percent correct. I'm leaning exactly where Chris is going. Just an interesting note, say eh? uh James O'Connor dropped straight out of the team, uh, because obviously he was covering fly for not Noel Olaceo. Um the only my only red flag, and it's is a big red flag, it's like bumping into hot goal and and <laughs> suddenly noticing her Adams apple. So the only big red flag for me. Is that uh, Rhys Hodge at the back? Geez, he's no, all kinds no, of awful at no, stages eh? No. So I, I've, got, I've got a feeling Ozzy will try and uh, kick the leather off the ball, play more territory-based uh, into uh, the English half purely because that's what that's what Hodge can do. Obviously, gives you that big uh, kicking option for penalties and big boot because geez, he's good for nothing. I'll say. Eh? Just I mean, you know, I mean, you, you got to feel bad for. Tom Banks. I mean, look how many injuries. I mean, look, all teams have injuries with this uh, series between Aussie and and England. Just, you know, fullback for Aussie, you're looking at Killaway, Banks, and Pattaya all out. I mean, that's Reese Hodge, fourth choice uh, fullback. But other than that, as Chris said, really, really strong uh, Australia team. For me, I think Tupou will be better this week. Just came back last week, finding a suite will be better this week. I love Harry Wilson. One of my favourite players for the Reds. I prefer him at eight, but, you know, I'll take him at six for the for the Aussies. But that's a... It is a, it is a, a, a mean Lustrio with Valentini and uh, Marco Hooper there. I like uh, Nick Frost there and, and at lock for Aussie. I think he's a nice, phys- physical young guy. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and Sami so, so Kurevi, yeah, nice and physical there in the centres. But agree with what uh, Chris says there on the bench. You know, for me a guy like Tate McDermott can really come and really insert some impetus into this Aussie team brings a lot of energy. Um, yeah. And Angus Bell, what an absolute wrecking machine he's been in the first two tests coming off the bench. Um, you know, Slipper and tupo you know, good, uh, good experience. They're starting. And, um, yeah, Bell and Alatoa coming off the bench. I mean, that's a decent pack. Uh, and yeah, English, English is just rocked by injuries. Uh, you know, Lewis Ludlam, not a bad player, but he's not international quality for me. Uh, you know, in at Lucy with Courtney Laws and uh, uh Billy. Um Oli Chesham, young I think he's a youngish guy. Also, he's not gonna be able to fill the boots of Mario Toji. So uh yeah, there's just uh just too many, too many spots and young English Benz with Will Joseph and uh Henry like I said, Henry Arundel will be an, uh, an absolute superstar one day, but Young guy coming off the bench. Uh, I've I seen Aussie victory yeah, all the way.
0: God, I see the boys are having a bit of debate around Mario Otoji. I'm very much in the camp that I think Otoji a big loss for England. I actually rate him quite highly. He does every now and again go missing in a game. Uh, and sometimes in the really physical games, he does go missing. But I find he's an absolutely yeah. tremendous yeah. athlete. But I appreciate yeah. everyone's got different views on him. Uh, Chris, you got something
1: to add? Yeah, to add also I'm also on the England selection. I was quite surprised because I actually thought Jack from Portfeet was what what England were doing well last week. Was, yeah. I'm a big Danny Kerr fan. Yeah. I was, and I, I I'm not I'm confused about the selection because yeah came on and did well, but England also nowhere in the last 20 minutes anyway. So I'm very yeah. surprised because I thought he was really what was good for them going forward. So yeah, just that just it was just a, so surprising to me that that with that selection. So yeah, really interested to see. But,
0: before I, we move on, Chris, I... before we move on in this game, just a quick comment on the oh, points, and then we'll go back to. Yes,
1: yeah, so a... well, actually, actually, we need to go backwards because I also agreed with Conductor on the on the overs in the New Zealand game. Conduct, actually, and I actually had a side conversation last week because we there was no points last week, but I, I, I'm certainly expecting a bit more points this week in all the tests.
0: So, are you guys saying you talk to each other outside of the show? You haven't read your contracts, have you? I mean, the first <laughs> time you speak to each other each week because when you come on this. I day, have so. no idea what
2: Chris is talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, what I <laughs>
2: wrong, no, no. Yeah.
0: Wrong Brandon. God, You've never spoken outside of the show. Conductor, what do you think of points of this game? Yeah, Brent, sorry. I just want to go back to what
2: Chris was saying. He, fleet. he was brilliant. So I don't understand what, what's going on, why that rushed any care back. But I I do I do echo his sentiment with regards to Eddie Jones not really having too much a stake. It doesn't feel like he, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much he wants to win this. But uh, yeah. the points. um. Uh, sydney cricket ground i'm not too sure of the pitch the conditions look good in sydney paul, paul williams on the on the whistle to me he's an unders um i i, I with so many changes in both teams I, I tend to favor the unders here as well um yeah there's just a lot of mix and matching and uh but i put your yeah, 47.5 is low uh, but to me, I'd take an unders. I, I've got no strong feel in that. I would edge towards yeah. unders purely because of Paul Williams.
1: Yeah. I also would be unders, here, yeah, Brent. I'm not... Such, I can see like a 23-20 game here, yeah, 22-19. I'm not right, going so to be rational. Yeah.
0: yeah, I must say, it's one minute. Look, I'm actually quite... And, and guys, as I say, take this from where it comes. I haven't done well in the Australia-England games, but I do think that Australia are going to win the series, and I think they're going to beat this handicap of minus two and a half there. I'm, I'm Fairly confident about that. I'm just checking that I'm bringing up the right spread for the next game because I seem to have. uh, I think I left some of last week's spreads on. I don't want to bring the wrong one. But we conduct. We're going to give you first crack at the bot game. Um, Minus twelve and a half South Africa here, (laughs) uh, twelve and a half, thirteen and a half, depending on where you shop. Um, I mean, we've got a South African side, obviously with a lot of changes from last week because last week we had fourteen changes. I must just quickly tell you, I don't normally like to off the time because I was losing. Last week, I was slightly up in the South African game. I was actually in quite a bit of trouble. I was on Welsh overs and overs. And with 12 minutes to go, I just sensed that maybe Wales were coming into this game or, yeah. or we're going to snatch it. And I took a bit of 9-1 and Wales and thankfully got out of trouble there. But, you know, just one of those things. I never fancied them before the game, really, but got out of trouble. What are we going to do in this game, though? We've got a handicap of 12 and a half. I think it looks quite well set.
2: Yeah, Brent. I think it's definitely well set. Uh, also, a points line of forty-eight point five uh, in Cape Town, which is also very well set. Um, Matthew, Carley on the whistle. Um, yeah, this is a this is a tricky one, eh? Um, yeah, I mean, Oaks were pumping the box last week, and I just I was just very I couldn't really believe it. You know, box don't normally put teams away, and with fourteen changes, I didn't think we were gonna pump Wales, and and I managed to grab some Wales on the board. Like you said, I didn't post it, so it was just purely a a, a self victory for me, just for that that loss. And uh, and kudos to Gareth Anscombe. Um, if you oh, actually read what that guy's gone through, uh-huh. I mean, he, he had the most horrific knee injury. Uh, they had to take bone from a dead guy and graft it onto his knee. And I mean, jeez, it's it's been has been it's it sounds like something you watch on Netflix late at night at half past eleven on a Saturday night. It's just so horrific what that Oak's knee went through. So um, yeah, you know, and I mean Wales. I mean, plucky this whole series, eh? I mean, we had to be, we had to slot a, a a good kick from Damien Williamser to win the the first test. Um, as as we discussed, and I think myself and Chris, and I think there might might have been some discussion on Twitter. You know, exciting box team, but it was a selected, it was as almost a spectator box team. You know, it was a guy well, we, but... we, we like, you know. But the, the combinations didn't fire, and I think that was what we expected. Um, we've gone back to. Pretty much 95 percent of I think the strongest box team, uh, you know. Obviously, Hendricks uh, been rewarded with a with a start ahead of Fuff at nine. Um, he's I think this way where Oliver said he's rewarding form over uh, reputation. I think Hendricks has obviously been a bit more bit been been more in form than than Faf. And, uh, yeah, but, but my concern is obviously leaving our best playmaker on the bench, and that's Vili. Um, you know, for me, he just really gets that back line going. I don't know if Vilimsa will be able to fill that role. Um, so, that being said, look, it's a good, it's a good good box team. I mean, when you can have Peter Steff, Sia Khaleesi, and Jasper Visa as your Lucy's, geez, that's, that's, that's power, you know, really good back line. And I, I think, obviously, our strongest asset is obviously our two front rows. Um and I worry about the Welsh front row, where Dylan Lewis, their tight head, their one renowned, their one sort of known tight head on this tour that's left. He went off early. He looked like he copped an injury. He's back starting, How fit is he? I don't know. I think Trevor and Yankani going to give him all hell uh, on Saturday. Um, and I think their, you know, the reserve bench for their uh, 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 props isn't isn't that strong either. So. When you got Koch and, and Kitsoff I think Kitsoff is going to also going to destroy their, their tight-head Wainwright when he comes on um, in that sort of second half. My only concern is the Cape Town pitch. We saw during the URC final, it is slippery. It cuts up a lot. It's not a strong pitch. Um, you know, I think can see a lot of resets. Um, and it's going to nullify our, our one big strength, which is scrumaging, which won us the World Cup uh, final. Is it going to be enough to nullify they're gaming as well as possibly so for me i like i still like welsh plus 12 and a half they're plucky side they don't go away my only concern is they didn't offer a lot on attack last week they've made very little changes it's only josh adams in for cuthbert um they didn't really offer much on attack so and i think the box will be better this week with a stronger side but like i said my biggest concern is that uh is that is the pitch um you know how is that going to perform in, in those conditions um you know a coastal game plus 12 and off seems high and i probably lean towards unders as well in this game even with matthew Carly, he's a positive ref I, I do think he's more of an overs ref but i just think i see a lot of resets i don't see a lot of welsh points and i see the box being a little bit more conservative here
0: right, well the points around this 48 and a half chris so we'll come in there um, yeah, the pitch, LB had actually raised in the live comments what effect do you think the pitch will have? So I think Conductor covered that nicely there. But Chris, what do you okay. think? Yeah, I'll tell you straight. I'm leaning towards a comfortable box win. Yeah, I think the Wales are going to put up a big fight. But you know what concerned me about Wales last week? And someone I think mentioned it in the live comments, and I think Conductor might have touched on it as well. They were playing against a, a disjointed spin box side. But okay, yes, they actually outscored the spin box in terms of tries in the end. But they never really looked like scoring that one try they scored was almost like one of their few opportunities and i think it's going to yep. be a different story against what i think is is a, is a strong box selection i like this box selection
1: yeah so yes so i'm totally agree- i so i the first two tests i was all over the place because you just the matchup up between wales and south africa for some reason we battle with wales they get on the skin we're quite similar in our in our styles the stats were tiny. Yes, Wales fall asleep, lose to, lose to teams like Italy. But, you know, they're also one kick away from making a World Cup final and potentially beating England. They're not a mug side. I've always said that. But, they unfortunately, for whatever reason, they do go missing. So, I I mean, I was very big on the pluses. I thought they were generous. Even last week, we, we got generous again. And like you say, I mean, box were nowhere in the first half in the first test. And then there was a change change team last week. And Wales had to you know, to get, pull it out of the fire, you know, and to be honest, I thought we looked, i not going to say a little bit arrogant, but I felt like with 20 minutes to go, I felt like guys thought the job was done. I felt mm-hmm. got this vibe that the, it wasn't the bomb squad. It was very low key, very low key body language. Um, and that's why when, when Anskin came on like a keen, like be in the bonnet and then Adams is class, then I was a little worried as well? You could, you could actually see it coming, you know, and I, I actually needed over 12 and a half Welsh points. Or big pets so i was just i was like oh well it's, you know it's like you know when you're a pub but it's like do you want this african win or this kick to go over i was in that spot last week i picked. No, I know what
0: i wanted i wanted the <laughs> kick to go over because i wasn't <laughs> so the nine to one whales didn't arrive. but yeah it's going to be yeah. big, and i must say I'm, I'm leaning towards south africa on this one i think they're just going to be too strong at the end of the day i i, I know whales have done well and i know we historically struggled to put whales away but i don't think but, this is a really you well know, side
1: remember, but, but I was just going to say, also in this this series besides that, and I'm going to – so this is my, my 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 recommendation. I've been on Wales plus halftime handicap, second-half book win. You get 1.91 for books to win the second half. I'm not deviating from that. If Wales are going to win this game, they have to win it in the first half because they're not winning the second half. So I think Wales will come out firing first off. You can get plus six – still plus eight at 1.70. I still think the – books will come out firing, I'm sure. be much better, but Wales will as well. I've, it's been profitable in in those markets. This I'm not deviating. Go Wales pass first half. Go box two in second half. And then my prediction is box will beat this camp. I just think Wales they they you can see they were hanging on as well. The, the oaks are going down. Injured. They, they 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 are hanging by a thread. They've hit they've hit Everest. I mean, if they win, just amazing. But I I can't I I just see you know the final test against the Lions in Cape Town. We squeezed out quite a comfortable victory there in the end. After the, the Lions gave us everything. I see a similar outcome Yeah, 27-6, something like that.
0: Right, and Richard Baker, one of our rare Facebook viewers, most of the guys watch on YouTube, but good to have a guy coming in on Facebook. Test match rugby, win at all costs in a decider. He likes unders in all the matches at the weekend. And I can tell you, Richard, you're going to have the support of the likes of Henrik Swatt and Brendan O'Connell will no doubt be nodding their heads in the unders camps there as well. Chris, I'm going to stick with you. For the next game, this, this is Argentina up against Scotland. Yeah. Argentina delivered our best bet for us two weeks ago. Thankfully, we stayed away from them last week. In fact, most of us, including myself, fancied Scotland, but I never got involved in the game in the end. But yeah. Scotland running out comfortable winners, having been quite soundly beaten the week before. Perhaps you could argue yeah. they were a bit unlucky in patches. Yeah. What do we yeah. make of this one? we got uh, Michael Checker's Argentina team, minus one and well, a half. It's virtually a choice nah. game here. What's, where are we going with this?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'll be... I'll be... I was. I thought the cap was going to be around one, two, three initially. Anyway, from the first test, I know you guys. Lots of guys were bullish in Argentina first game, and fair enough, it, it did come in. Um, I wasn't on that. I was. I was on a bit of Scotland plus seven there. I think it was eight in the end. And then i i doubled down and went Scotland. Scotland again, and it came right. But you know what, Brett? I There was. I had. <laughs> I didn't actually watch that game because I was. Yeah, i here for a wedding so I was busy. And I saw the score. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I this. You know, I, because I, why I said it because I'm my perception at the moment is I still feel Ar- Scotland are actually a better full strength, are a better team than Argentina at the moment. Better coach, were a better coach, obviously checkers in. And for me, Argentina have got a little bit missing the last year. They had that great series against New Zealand. I don't think they're firing they're not playing as well as they should be. I mean, Chek has just come in, which is great, but you need you need got to give the guy to bed in. But in saying that, that result was what i thought but then i went and watched the game pile high, extended highlights and i i saw what argentina were doing i mean they're letting bennett run inside lines and getting over the line and they dropped the, they got a forward pass and a build-up two drops over the line that score line completely flattered the scots so i think now it's back to back to back to all square Scots are also missing a few guys i mean i love their least chair dodge watson watson and then i think they're brilliant but they've got some I think they're now a bit light. I don't rate Turpoluto in the centre for them. I don't think he fits their system at all. And then they're a bit light out wide. They've got um, um, Smith and McLean. Not, not for me. World class, not yet at least. So now I'm, I'm doing my first flip. I'm going to go back. I think RG's now at minus one. Is a total gift. I think this. I think just they are going to be up for it. And I think if you look at the teams now on paper facing each other last test, Argentina are going to be super fired up. If they keep those mistakes out the match, they're going to run out seven ten points, victors, yeah.
0: Right, well, we're going to go to the conductor now. But I can tell you, conductor, just based on that live chat, the boys are split on this one. The bookies definitely haven't yeah. made a major error here because we've got support for Argentina. We've got support for Scotland. I'm just, but I, if, if scotland's team
1: was stronger if they never had these injuries if it was a stronger Scottish side scotland will i think scotland are better than argentina but they've got a weaker side at home and that favors for me argentina that's what i mean otherwise i would be on no, no, but yeah but there's
0: quite a bit of division there's quite a few guys on Scotland. i'm also leaning towards argentina conductor what are you going to
2: go with here <laughs> sorry before we get on that i just want to just hop back quickly to what chris was saying and he makes a very good point I think maybe Wales are running out of gas. So just maybe they're running on empty. And I think exactly as you said, as we said a bit earlier, Wales didn't offer much on attack. I think what Chris is saying is, we. I, I think we're not going to beat pump them, but I think I just think they're running out of gas. Um, yeah. I don't know how much more they're going to offer in that last test. Yeah. Uh, and if but the only we- concern is, hey, you're on the minus, um, and the box, are like. Eight ahead, nine ahead, and it's just box kick off the box kick off the box kick, and they just don't want to claw back, you know, that five pointer to take you over that minus thirteen or yeah. minus fourteen or whatever. But mate, mate, case maybe it's it's only the frustration with um, with backing the uh, box on the minus. Is they're gonna box kick them w- their way to a victory, and it's not it's it's not easy. Or it's always easy for the heart to take. But yeah. um, uh, on this game, yeah, it's it's a very, it's an incredibly tough call to make. Um, if, you, if, if you're if you going to put a lot of money in this game, I'll go to war with you any day because you're a brave man. Uh, Scott's with eight changes. Or a stupid oh, man. He, he, hey?
0: I said or a stupid man. Maybe you don't <laughs> want
2: to. <go laughs> uh, Scott with eight changes. Some of them positive. Um, Johnny Gray coming back in. Rory Southern starting. Um, but then some of them a bit weaker. Um, Ollie Smith at 15 uh, coming in. Uh Darcy Graham drops out, so Rufus McLean to right wing. Um, as as uh, I'm not i I'm not against seeing C-, C-, C O N- T- a lot, so it's not terrible, uh, but but maybe not always the best at times. Um you know I think it's that bench which is weak for me. I, I'm not a big George Warden fan. Um I, you know, I, I thought Ben White was brilliant last week. Obviously, Ali Smith Ellie uh, uh, Price is back. Um so a, a bit a bit of a weak weak Scottish bench, but saying that. Argentina is missing heaps of players. Uh, um, no Montoya, Cordero, Urbajeta, Kubeli, Sanchez, Miotti. I think they're missing six or seven or eight players, first, first line players. Um, the, the nine that's starting for Argentina is a sevens player. But 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 Baton Velez. Um, I know his name quite regularly from the sevens games, but he's never he's making his debut for Argentina uh, starting nine. Um, the uh, Carreras Santiago uh, Carreras, he's 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 filling fly off. I don't know how good he is. Well, I mean, I, I know how good he is. I mean, watched him. He's not, I don't know. He's amazing. But but the positive is obviously Buffeli back to left wing. My um, Malia back to fifteen. Um, Fakunle Issa, to me, he's a great eight. The Toulon guy, he's back at eight there. Um, another another huge red flag. Is uh is the red card merchant Thomas, Lavanini. Uh You guaranteed, but yeah. bit first to catch
0: we'll bring back Alex's comment. I like
2: that one. <laughs> he's back, yellow <laughs> and red. Yeah, know. he's uh, he's uh, he loves the filth. Um, yeah, he should work in the gutters because that's where he belongs. Like. He's a fourthy. Yeah. He's a filthy
1: he's proper you,
2: proper rubbish. Eh? He just, I do you know, he just, he just, brain explodes. He's like. He's the rugby version of Nick Kiris. He's just like, you know, he'd be playing well for 20 minutes and then just decides, stuff this. (laughs) I've had enough of this. So, yeah. I'd just like to say,
0: Conductor, that just if if Lavanini is watching, I distance myself from all (laughs) comments about you that are made on the show. I think you're a great guy and the refs tend to be hard (laughs) on you. So, I I distance myself from these comments.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, so Brenty, so, yeah, for me, it's not a great um, uh, RG side. The Shaparo... The guy that plays for Benetton, he's playing um, Thomas is also from Benetton on the bench. There's quite a few Benetton players in the side. It's, it, to me, it's not a strong, uh, RG side. Um, they look poor. They, they may, may, have got the the bad. Uh, they may have got on the bad side of uh, Mattia Ranal last week uh, with regards to the scrummaging. A lot of sc- they were on that five-meter uh, line of Scotland multiple times. Multiple times they got blown for scrum infringements. So. I may have got uh, on the wrong side. I see it's 44.5, which is quite a low line. The, the conditions look good, but no keep on the whistle. Um, to me, Argentina are a big underside. Um, so, yeah, a to my head. I take Argentina purely because they're at home and purely because they really, really need to up their game. Because in about two weeks, they're going to be in the Rugby Championships facing a lot better opposition than Scotland. Um, and uh, I think their first game is at home to Australia. So they really, really need to up their game. And maybe maybe this is it. I don't, I don't know. But to me, they're missing so many players. They've very, very interrupted both teams. I would probably take Argentine on the board. But no bet for me, really.
0: Right, well, we, Let's move into the other international games. We've probably got through the big four, I would say, here. But uh, there, is another, there are a few more. On Georgia, I, see, I just grabbed this handicap just before coming on the show. Conductor, minus 12.5 against Portugal. They had a big win over Italy. And, uh, yeah, what do you think of this cap? Have you looked at this game at all? Is this something you'll be getting involved in?
2: No, Brent, I, I'm gonna, I haven't looked at this game at all. I mean, I, I saw jo- the Georgia game versus Italy, and they played like absolutely men-possessed um, versus that Italian team. I don't know what changes they've made, and I don't know who Portugal are bringing, et cetera. So yeah, I am not gonna uh, raise an opinion on this. Look, I mean Georgia obviously pushing for themselves to be included in the Six Nations and and to receive high honors. And yeah, they had a great uh great game last week, but in terms of this game, there's no there's no bet for me.
0: Well, Richard Baker just coming on and saying, Brent help, how do I cope on Saturday? Four rugby matches, open championship uh-huh. to Tour de France with a wife and three kids. Well, the first thing I can tell you is get rid of the wife and three kids. They don't yeah. come into the equation at all. Take them away, send them somewhere because Ultimately, I've got the same problem there, Richard. I mean, we're going to have Tour de France and open golf. And, yeah, it's just going to be incredible with all the rugby as well. Absolutely can't wait for that. But, uh, yeah, my Saturdays are generally spent on the couch. This one, well, it will be either be in the pub or on the couch. But probably the couch, so I can I can watch everything there. Uh, Chris, your your views on the uh, Georgia minus 12.5? No, unfortunately,
1: Brent, as well, I hadn't managed to get that game yet. Sorry about that.
0: No, okay. not at all, not at all. I didn't I didn't even know it was on until just before the show. So just popping You're, it up. A chalk brain saying he's all over Georgia on the minus. And let's see if there's any uh, LP that's saying
1: that second tier stuff's difficult for me. I I don't get it right. Well, I'm not betting on it, but when I think something's gonna happen, I'm off. So I don't bet much on tier two.
0: Right. Farid says a Georgia in great form at home but handicap well priced. Alex, I'm gonna star your one to bring it up later at the end you've got a comment on the world cup qualify which i didn't even know was taking place there's a lot of these but chris i'm going to go to you then i don't know if you've if you've had a look and no problems if you haven't but let's go on to the i think it's the pacific nations cup here and the first game we've got chris is tonga plus 16 and a half against australia a
1: yeah i i got involved in the first week and then not the second week Unfortunately, but I, yeah, you know, I actually was hoping. I, I want to get involved this week. I was hoping actually for a lower handicap than that, to be honest. But obviously, Australia had a good, good game against Fiji, but Fiji being our good old Fiji, uh, did the, 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 the what we normally see. So I, yeah, as I said, I was hoping this would be mine, a, a lower one. I just, I just, I, do, I need to. I haven't seen the teams. I was hoping to see the teams. I don't know if you guys have seen or or Brendan if you've seen it. Once, percent, yeah, yeah, once, once you would expect Tonga to be better because they were better. They got it. They got to keep improving. So now, if, if you had to ask me now, at seventeen, I'm a I'm a Tonga punter. Um, but I, I need to see I need to see the team's brains. But seventeen seems a bit high.
0: Right. Let's bring the conductor in. There. Any any views on this one, conductor? Last yeah, week I, know, means- I, I saw some tweets from guys and the no. no blame to them at all I mean but I was sitting there and I woke up earlier but let's get on Fiji hell of a disappointed <laughs> um, in that game yeah. but we'll, we'll get to them in a Why second. Was it
2: longer against longer than Aussie, eh? your brains just going back to that tier 2 rugby you know I, I it's you know guys loading it's I, I don't know I don't trust tier two, two rugby it's like uh it's like trusting a fart the next morning after a hot chili <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna run into trouble I had Uruguay on the minus uh against <laughs> The worst, the worst Romanian team that they've ever put out. Romania got a red card within 10 minutes and and still beat uh, Uruguay. So it's, following it's in, the, the fluctuations. The quality is not there sometimes. it's Tier two, but yeah, uh, you know, if the guys are backing Georgia, good luck. And backing Chile, I see a lot. There's a lot of money coming for Chile. So and I how, over- and, how about,
1: and how about Spain hammering Canada as well? Yeah, man. I know
2: that cheese and that, that Canada side is terrible. Though.
1: Yeah, they're terrible, yeah.
2: But but no, for this Tonga Australia game, um, I haven't seen the Aussie A side yet. Obviously, Reese Hodge, I think, has gone from Aussie A to the the main team, but I'd probably look at the minus there. Um, even though Tonga should enjoy majority support with the game being in Lua toka Fiji, um, this Tonga side is terrible. Willie Havili, who's very really, I think he's only played fly for once, and that wasn't the first game of this co- competition. He's back at at fly off um, uh, Israel oh, Falao is obviously marching in some gay, gay pride parade somewhere, so he's no longer playing for them. Uh, Fekito is no longer there. either. Um, very weak uh, Tonga side? You know, there's uh, you know um, Ben, ben Tamiafuna. He's there and. Uh, for Fita, he's there, but I don't really recognise much of the other guys. Um, I thought Australia A played very, very well last week against Fiji. Um, there's some, there's some really, really decent players in Australian A side, so I'm, I expect them to put the put them away. Yeah. Um, you know, the only concern I would have liked to look at points overs yeah, Um, but only Bre- Brendan Pickerel. Brendan Pickerel on the ref, on the whistle actually hasn't been such a big unders ref of late. He's actually been more overs, um, funny enough. So I'm uh, uh, interested to see what the what the, the line is. I might actually go Australia A, a over Tonga. Just don't have a defence.
0: Right there, just just uh, Nathan mentioning on that USA Chile game. Any essay books have got the lines in? Please, guys, mention in the live chat. I've had a quick look around some of the good for the game yeah. bookmakers. I don't see anything there right at the moment. Chris, you got any uh, any views on this one?
1: Yeah, no. What I was saying to was saying to you knew any team news? I didn't. I didn't realize those guys were missing for Tonga and like uh, said so team news is big. In Australia, I, I was heavily involved in the first round. I was up like, early watching Australia versus uh, Samoa, and they bloody threw a bloody wild pass at the end, which got me out out of that bet. They lost. It. They were they were they were their enemies there. And then I was all over Tonga, and as we know, Fiji absolutely monstered Tonga. So now I'm now I'm just a bit nervous on this this one. But I do actually I really like the points. If we can get a decent points line, barring it's not too humid and rainy, but we've been lucky there with the weather. Looks like it's been quite yeah. good. Um, so I would that that's got points written all over. It's like it's going to be be a lot. Chris,
0: just straight into
1: the next game, Fiji minus four and a half against Samoa. Yeah, uh, I'll check check out. Thanks. <laughs> these guys, these teams. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can I watch it so watch some, you know specific player, but I'm not it's not getting my money.
0: And Kodak to yourself, anything on this?
2: Yeah, Brenty, um I was on this game I pay. Hey? uh look Fiji made a lot of changes last week against the Aussie A side. They've brought some guys back. I just uh but there's some red flags for me again. Uh Nasila Silla at six, he's he's just he's not a six. Um if they. if they had Kunavula there at six, I would have been uh chomping at the bits. And then their biggest weakness, uh, holy gomoly. It's just, it just baffles the fucking mind. How huh? you can't have a decent 10? Can you not just go buy a decent fly somewhere? Titi Teller, he's in Australia because his first child's been born. So he's not playing for the side. But Ben Volavola, Vola, oh my word. This is next level toxic. Like, I, I, I cannot believe he sits on the bench at Rusting 92. Like, I cannot believe it. Uh, he was horrendous when he came on last week. Uh, even when I read the comments on Twitter, everyone's like, "Cheese, we're not gonna better option than Ben Walla So like, he's just the really the only weakness there. Um, because with an exciting backline, Habossi and Wanakala on either wing, with 2 in the centres there, cheese, they've got some exciting machines there. Just give Habossi the the ball and let him run. Um, that being said, I, I like the Simone team. I don't think it's a terrible team. Um, there should be good this. I'll aim for points in this one. Um, it's Jordan Way on the on the whistle. Um, at, at the, I've checked the, re, the conditions in Luatoka. Look okay. Um, it's it's yeah. it's a it's a sort of three four o'clock game. So, but I mean, if you look at the conditions, it's always like it's it's rain and like eighty percent humidity. But the last two the last two yeah. weekends have been decent. I
1: was about to say. Yeah. I was just, Have you seen the rep- I saw the reports and I was worried about points. So I yeah. saw eighty percent dark clouds, hurricane, and then it was perfect so like i don't know
2: i can't trust that i like this i really like the simone team um yeah so i like there to be points like i said my only my only massive concern is uh is number 10 i just oh oh geez yeah but other than that it's a really a decent side and yeah i would have loved kunabuda at six but uh yeah i i really think um you know I think one of the guys had mentioned, Vern Carter, has actually got, done a good job with Fiji. In that first game against Tonga, they look they really look good. Um, they're to get their basics right. Uh, Sam Madavasi, good player at you know as, as at hooker. Uh, uh, Runner Tu'a at the, the also Northampton lock. He's a decent player there. So you know really good decent uh, Fiji side with home support. You should cover this cap.
0: Right, Conductor, before we get into the best bets, and I also just want to touch on the rugby championship betting because I know you mentioned, I think, on Twitter you'd like to touch on that. But just quickly, we've got a two-week break now, so hey, we've got rugby. There someone asked you about the club rugby, the NPC. Does that start the same week as the rugby championship? Yeah, it's
2: the uh, 4th of August. 4th of yeah, August. I've so probably got
0: yeah. two weeks off till we back. So it feels, it feels weird, but, yeah, I'll have two week, two Thursday nights. Oh, what we might do is record some shows, um, perhaps with some betting strategy with Oracle or something to play at that time for anyone who happens to come on. But guys, yeah, make a note, we're not gonna be around for the next couple of weeks, but we'll certainly be back in full force for the rugby championship. And on that note, let's let's chat a little bit of rugby championship conduct. I'll tell you, I'm, i just popped onto Sunbat, New Zealand four to six, South Africa two to one, Australia five to one, and Argentina twenty-eight to one. Obviously the rank outside is there. You got anything early you want to point out, anything Punter should be looking for? Yeah, Prince, I thought I'd spotted some value, but my concern with Russi, he, he did
2: say some things I didn't quite like this week on Twitter. Um, really the value here should be the Springboks. I mean, I know, uh, you know, New Zealand, 100%. Um, the reason why I say New Ze- uh, the Springboks, all right, we start our first two games in South Africa, both against New Zealand, both at altitude. First game against New Zealand in Niles second game against New Zealand in Ellis Park. So both at altitude, both against probably likely the, the other team that should win the rugby championship. Then fly to Aussie. Um, we've played Aussie twice in Aussie. We avoid Fortress Brisbane. So I think we play in Adelaide and I think we play somewhere else. We don't play in Brisbane. Um, yes. But then we fly to Argentina. We play one game in Argentina and one game against Argentina at home in South Africa. And if we looked at Argentina's current form, to me, we, I, don't, I, I don't really stress playing too much uh, against them in Argentina. So it's going to come down to the two games against New Zealand and then, obviously, can we sneak a uh, game against Australia in Aussie? Um, I think we can. A two to one. I think it, it places you can get twenty-two to ten on the box. That to me is amazing value, um, especially considering we're playing New Zealand at altitude with packed stadiums, uh, and considering New Zealand's form at the moment. My only only concern is Russi touched on that he might split his squad again so we may have the strongest squad for New Zealand and he may fly guys out for Aussie and he may split it you know if he he's planning for the World Cup next year. I how, how much he's planning for this rugby championship I don't know but for, for me look I, I think it's silly that guys are calling for changes of coaches look we have lost five out of the last 10 games let's let's not kill ourselves that's not great. New Zealand's lost four. France have lost nine. So I understand we want to plan for the World Cup, but let's not throw the baby out of the bathwater and just say, well, we're going to throw out a rugby championship. We need to start racking up some you know, confidence for the guys. So I think we, we, I think we need to win the rugby championship. So I'm hoping he's going to take it seriously. So for me, 22 to 10 for the box is, is a really great value.
0: Dino reckons the box camp are cooking up something there. And talking of cooking up something, Shark Brain reckons Argentina to win. I think he's been drinking something that's been cooked up somewhere <laughs> somewhere along the line there, Shark Brain. But uh, uh, I'm sure, yeah, you're kidding about that one. But uh, uh, Chris, anything <laughs> of the rugby championship? You're not going to grab about a 28 to 1 Argentina there? No, uh, no, not for me, thanks. But
1: yeah, and again, I do agree with Brendan. The value is with us, absolutely, for sure. And yeah, it is <laughs> it is what about what Rossi and Anjak are cooking up because they, they certainly. Um, I don't know what was going on in the, the selections for this series. And I hope it's with, it must be for the World Cup in mind. Um, I would hope that we, I'm, look, this, this was very bizarre. It was very out of character. I, I, I mean, I would be surprised if, I mean, we know, we pretty much know what their te- first strength team is. And I think he's got to just just get them, get them selected most of the time and go right through now, get momentum into the World Cup. So if he does pull some shenanigans again, I'll be surprised and put, probably a little annoyed because I would like to go to Australia and put the record straight there after last last year. Um, but we'll see. But I yeah, love values of the box.
0: All right, we're going to move on to the best bets in just a second. Uh, Shark Brain saying, have a great weekend. Good show. Shark Brain, great to have you back on the shows as well. And look forward to seeing you there for the Rugby Championship. Let's get into the best bets, gents. And Chris, I'm going to start with you. Best bets for awesome. the weekend.
1: Yeah, I've got three. That's really strong for me at the, for this weekend. It's I'm I'm gonna say I love South a second half at the prices you can get. I can't see anything more than us winning that second half again, taking the test away from Wales. Um, I, I I really do like the New Zealand overs just because I I just I the way I'm reading the game is if New Zealand go for it, it's going to open up the game. Uh, it's gonna there's gonna be space on that field. Yeah, they're gonna bomb up and under's, but some aren't gonna go to hand. And Will Jordan's gonna pick up a loose one or Severis and they're gonna they're gonna be skidding away. Um, so I think the only way that New Zealand can win is by trying to put 40 points past Island. So I see I see a lot of points there, and because it's not wet, it's gonna give that opportunity to happen. Bonds is gonna keep it going. So I like I really like over 46 covers the shenanigans of the cap getting blown out and whatever. Really like that, and then my last one is Oz minus two. So Top three bets of the weekends. South Africa's second half, over 46 in New Zealand, and Oz minus two. Those are pretty strong times from me.
0: Excellent. Some nice confident calls there from Chris. Just a reminder, guys, if you like the show, hit, us with a, hit the like button. It does help the rankings of the Good for the Game channel quite a lot. And also, if you're a Tour de France fan, I do daily previews on the Tour de France. Tomorrow's one will probably only be out in the morning because I'm going to switch my generator off after the show for the sake of the neighbours. I just hope we have some power back in the morning so I can get that preview out. Right, Conductor, bring us home with your best bets.
2: Right, Brent. Yeah, my best bets is actually not, not rugby-related. I managed to grab this amazing market. John Daly just smoked eight cigarettes before the second tee <laughs> So I grabbed quite a bit of that. But, uh, no, in terms of ruggers, uh, I love the points over in Wellington. I agree, 100% agree with Chris. Um, New Zealand's rugby is attacking. They, they, they want to show flair. They they I don't know if they're not gonna they're not gonna try and spring box. They're not gonna try and South Africa against Ireland, they're not gonna try and gritty yet. Their, their game is playing expansive rugby, guys like Ricky Iwani, guys like Will Jordan being being amazing, great passes, inside cut lines, everything. I like the points over there. Uh second best bets. Um it's definitely Aussie on the board. Uh yeah, I really, I really think uh, in impact Sydney, I think they're gonna take this. Um, other than that, I probably will hopefully take those bets and enjoy the rest of Saturday. And, uh, yeah, the, the NPC is the greatest rugby competition in the world, starting in two weeks. Um, if you th- if you think sex is good, you haven't watched Southland versus Northland that uh, in the morning <laughs> when it's pouring rain. So, yeah. There's
1: Evan, that. Evan. <laughs> I'll be joining you, Brendan. <laughs>
2: That's, it, well, guys, that's, my, that's, my, that's
0: my best bets, yeah. No, thanks. So thanks to you, boys. Thanks to the guys in the live chat. Just to mention, yeah, I'll be firmly rooted to the golf as well. Um, Yeah, Rory McIlroy, they had quite a big punt on him. He's made a nice, solid start, which is unusual for me. Normally, when I back a guy, you have to come from 10 or 12 behind after the first round. So, good to see Rory there. I've also got a bit on Scotty Scheffler. So, looking forward to that. Yes, Tour de France. I hit a 50-1 to 1 winner last Sunday. And then I had, I had like five guys in the break – of not which not one was shorter than 40 to one and I got a second place after like 180 kilometers when your guy loses on a mountain by like a, a tire with it can be quite devastating and another second place today so I'm hoping I can hit some winners on the weekend but Chris yourself enjoy the weekend mate what wins the wedding and well, is the best yeah,
1: well, yeah, yeah, well we so well, we, yeah, we are we off to Brighton on Saturday so yeah getting psyched up for that uh, and then the, the actually going down to the south coast for the ceremony on the next friday so yeah it's busy busy so what's Looking
0: happening super... in brighton is that the bachelors
1: actually that's the bachelors yeah so i got okay. a
0: few
1: we'll see we'll see <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: i will i will be posted
0: <laughs> and conductor what have you got uh, planned for the weekend mate
2: brent so my girlfriend's back going off to her mom this weekend so I've got enough time to have the stripper pole inserted uh, before she gets back. So, yeah, there's a lot of construction DIY going on. Um, no, but just gonna. So she's she's looking. She's giving me a side eye as we speak. But uh, so no, just uh, uh, just gonna enjoy the reggae. Uh, yeah, we're we'll planning to uh, be, uh, planning to go away next week to the bush. Uh, so getting all that uh, ready, and yeah, uh, looking forward to a nice weekend. Some some throw some meat on the meat on the bra, and yeah, uh, have a good one.
0: Excellent. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks to everyone on the live chat as well. We'll be back in probably, what's it then, three weeks' time for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. But do catch the Tour de France previews in the meantime. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.